Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Corner on the Bat Fever podcast, the podcast that isn't in the know. And if you were following us on Twitter last week, you'll know <laughs> isn't in the know. Disney here, fuck all, because we don't listen to any rumours or anything like that. We just deal in facts. So I'm joined by two people, and I've just actually introduced them today because the main man Baz is back for his stint in a mysterious location, hiding in bushes and trees and shit like that, and coming out for somewhere and I don't know where he is. So nobody knows, so that's fine. And he's joined by Paul, or some he's better known as policies. Hello. Yes. How's so, Baz, Baz, how have we been this week? Mate, or the last good. three weeks? It's good. Thanks very much for, for having me back on. Ah, you're right. I was hiding in bushes up until the point I got arrested. And uh, it's against my bail conditions now that I'm not allowed to wear hedges outside people's bushes and all that sort of stuff. But, uh, you have I, a hedge fetish. Is that what you're telling I, I have got a bit of a hedge fetish. <laughs> but uh, I've been away working, mate, and there's a lot going on. Obviously, we follow people losing their jobs and all that. So unfortunately, when they phone and say I need to go, I need to go, I don't really have yep. the, the the luxury of saying, no, nah, I'm not going at the moment. So 
I was away for about four weeks here, but it uh, feels like ages, but thanks very much for having me back on, mate, it's always good to be here. Super pleasure, mate, and obviously on for the first time on this podcast, but no, the first time on podcast is Paul at Seas. Paul, how are we doing? I'm not bad, thanks for having me, it's an honour to be here. Oh, it's a pleasure, mate. It's a pleasure. As I was just saying before we come on there, you guys got me through the hell of 2012. So it's I feel as though I'm sitting in, you know, I've had guys on and I feel in awe of them, you know, like like ex-players and that. That's the way I feel with you two tonight. Amazing. Amazing, <laughs> mate. Amazing. <laughs> so 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 you feel you feel it in awe of the Ers- of the Erskine Ripper and the Topiri King. <laughs> I don't even yes. know what that means, actually. <laughs> 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 Brilliant man. So now, we sit. Paul, Paul's a bit of a. <laughs> Paul's a bit of a. What's the word about Jews? Cow. Yeah. Slut. He's a, Cow, a, a bit of a podcast. <laughs> slut, maybe. He's got a book and he's going through them all right and see after this is finished. You'll see them all tick, 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 tick. <laughs> Battle fever pod. Oh, there we go. Tick. We'll be at the boat in the list, Paul. I don't I don't have a ledger for it, guys. What I've got is it's one of these it's a poster, it's in the actual utility room. And you use it, use a two P piece and you scroll off the you know the little thing and you mark it off. But like the beer ones you get, the hundred best beers, oh I had that, and yet we take on the It's not real a fortune. He's got all the he's got all the range of podcasts. There's a lot of them, right? Own this big wheel of fortune. And he goes this week Battle Fever podcast. But as I said, we'll be at the bottom of the list, mate, if you're looking in terms of quality, but that's just fuck it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no, Not Rangers, don't do yourself down. That's that's a, that's our job. We'll do that for you. <laughs> you would, we'll be sitting with our fake accounts later on. <laughs> <laughs> we obviously sit this week and we're close to kicking off another season, which seems mad considering where we've been. Uh, obviously, come March time and the Leverkusen game and all that stuff. Obviously, we're heading into an old firm game now. We head to Pataudry in front of any fans and crazy stuff. Obviously, been a wee bit of a weird pre season as well with the fact that we never had very much full contact training until kind of late on in pre season. I've spoken, we had myself and Callum and uh, we had Gordon Smith on after the commentary game. So, the listeners know my thoughts on pre season, they know my feelings on pre season. Baz, you've been away, Paul, obviously, it's first time on. Start with yourself, Baz. What was your thoughts on Rangers pre-season? Because it's it's kind of been a wee bit varied and strange for normal. As it's, it's it's been very strange. Uh, however, if you look at the friendlies that we've had, I think we've we've looked pretty good. The the shape's been altered a wee bit. Hadji's starting to uh, play in his more natural position. Aribo, I think, has come on loops and bounds. Uh, last season, he was kind of moving about a wee bit. Him and Scotty Arfield were jumping about in different positions and trying to figure out where where he fits into the team. And I think. I know it's not early bells, but I think we've kind of we're seeing a new Aribo. I think we've found his strengths and where he's comfortable. Now, we bet Hamilton 2-1, and then we went out of France, bet Leon and Nice, no pushovers, and this, that kind of backs up what we're saying about how Rangers can play really well against the teams that want to play football, teams that will open up, whereas in Scotland we've got teams that just want to park the bus, and uh, we've, we've shown that sometimes we can struggle against that. And is it maybe a mentality thing as well when you're going to be in your playing Porto and you're getting a great result and then you come back to Scotland and then you need to go and play St. Johnson? Is it maybe a mentality thing and not so much an ability thing? Maybe that's something that we need to get out of this year. But if you look at the bigger games, Leon, Nice, and even Coventry, uh, really good performances. We managed to, to beat Motherwell 4-0, who were a bit of a tough team last year. Did they finish 
third, maybe. Third, aye. They finished third. So they're, they're a decent wee team. And obviously, I thought the result against Coventry was pretty decent. Uh, Jory was goal with one, two, was tremendous. And Goldson's goal and all. If you look, see if you watch that, he does see the height he got after that. Aye. It was it was an incredible jump. The athleticism in the boy was something else. So overall, many games was that one, two, three, four, five games. I think we had maybe a couple more behind closed doors that weren't really friendlies. I don't know if we had Aye. a couple of bounce games or something like that. But overall, things are looking promising. We're, we're still. You know, the transfer window, it's not a case of, right, the, trans- the season's finished, transfer window's open. A lot of clubs had to wait to, you know, their seasons were finished. So, uh, there's still a wee bit of work to be done. But I think, so far, as far as the football is concerned, we've, we've looked pretty decent. Still, obviously, room for improvement. There always is. But at the moment, I think we look pretty decent. Obviously, Paul Hamilton aside, we never conceded a goal throughout pre-season. And, again, as bad stays there, we played Leon, Nice, really, really good you know, good teams in that. Yeah. I think it has been encouraging, but we can still see where we need to strengthen. And what was your thoughts overall on, on pre-season? I thought I thought we were pretty kind of solid, uh, to be honest with you. Um, I, I've, I watched all the pre-season matches, with, with the exception of Hamilton. Um, mm-hmm. It was very difficult to gauge from that uh, shape, formation, how people were playing, because you only really get highlights on uh, our TV. Yeah. Uh, and even then, the camera angles weren't great. That's no disrespect to the, the guys filming it. It's just the, the way to do with what they had, the positions yeah. they had. So very different education that. And I took that as a, as a sort of, um, well, let's put that to one side and forget about that, and we'll move on to the next matches, which was Leon, Nice, uh, Coventry, Motherwell, etc. Uh, and I thought they looked uh, very composed in the ball. Uh, so they didn't consider goal. Pretty sound defensively, I thought. I thought, I thought um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Tav and Barisic were excellent going forward. No, no. Uh, I know. I thought Tav and, Tav and Barisic were excellent going forward. Um, I think we've changed our shape slightly. I think we're we'll maybe playing sort of more of a, a 42 1 yeah. uh, with, with Haji and um, Aribo sitting behind Morelos there. Mm-hmm. Um, Baz touched on Aribo. Um, I think he's playing his more natural position, which is a number 10 position. Um, just back in the strikers in front of the midfield, and he's it's been phenomenal so far. I mean, he's he's hit the ground absolutely running. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think we're looking more compact. I think we're looking slicker. The passing's more accurate. There's a lot more dig and fight in there. It's almost like pre-Christmas the way they're playing, the mentality, and I, I want that to continue on. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think we're looking. Fingers crossed, we're looking all right. I mean, I, I know there's when they got to talk about it later, Morelos and stuff like that, but providing they can. Get people in. I think we should be okay this season. Obviously, there's rumours <coughs> galore in the, the the press on Twitter. Probably not so much the press. Probably more on Twitter. I mean, we announced, and Paul's going to touch on this later. But we announced their commercial partners, etc. Yesterday, sleeve sponsors, stuff like that. And it probably, and I'm going to guess that it was whoever represents these companies who were being shown around Ibrooks yesterday. However, somebody has videoed this, and all of a sudden. It's the big Croatian centre forward in the marriage, <laughs> Fiosiak, who's been sent, who's been shown on Ibrooks now. There is nothing to suggest that this is who this is. It probably is these commercial partners who, as it's been announced, and they've been Ibrooks for photo shoots, etc. They're now being shown in the stadium to show here's advertising. You know, here's what we do here. Here's what this club's all about. Here's that stadium because who could be feel who could feel to be impressed by that stadium? Do you know what I mean? Mm. And yet Twitter's just went chaos. So that's why I had a week in a. Well, I wouldn't say I'm meltdown, but I had a week in a hanging yesterday because I'm sick to fucking... Oh, my God. People saying, I'm hearing. No, you're not hearing. Oh, you're not hearing nothing. Because you're repeating. 
Rangers is a wall of silence. Somebody else says, yeah. um, there's a lot of that. There's a shitload of that with Twitter. People just repeating what other people are saying. Oh, a guy in, a guy in France, good source in France, <laughs> knew a guy from South America who once dated the guy's brother who was a lollipop man's sister. But he spoke to the butcher meantime time it used to drive a lorry. Well, he knows he's at a good source and he told me that the guy that he was showing about was Croatian. <laughs> oh, it must be it must be nuts, man. Do you know the thing? See the guy he was showing about? It, like, it might not even have been getting shown about. It might have getting pointed. Listen, mate, we, we, we ran to fix a couple of lights. I bet it is there. That bulb's out, that bulb's out there. And see that there? You're going to need a scaffold up there for that one. And there. Uh, what was that? Was, that, aye, that one there. I saw that and that. Next minute we're signing Croatians because the fucking the electricians into the place the bulbs. I would piss myself laughing if that's what it was. Some guys have been t- he's pressing up a job. <laughs> <laughs> it's the pressure washer people to pressure wash the right. Look at the fucking state of this. Somebody's getting a bollocking because they've done a shit job. Listen, I, I need to show you this. Come here. Get yourself back out here. Look at the fucking state of that. I've just had an invoice in saying you've what? Look, you, look at the state of that. Oh, by the way, by the way, you should see who we're signing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Big fuck you know, off. Sure get a, t- a tail and a half. <laughs> A bit a big a big German striker named Karcher. A <laughs> <laughs> big German boy up top, Karcher, very powerful. Oh, fucking nuts, man. And also, I heard as well, so it, as people say, oh, this boy Zungu, the South African boy, he is so big in South Africa. He's like their David Beckham's like their poster boy. We heard that with a Mexican called Carlos Pena. Now, don't get me wrong, we were told that he had a drink problem, and it's quite evident that he did have a drink problem. However, we've been told that, he's, that he was the great thing that was coming out of Mexico, and it's fucking disaster, wrote over it. It cost us millions of pounds, probably, in the transfer fee and on wages, probably. Knew this boy's the next one. I'll reserve judgment until A, actually signed, and B, I see him in a blue jersey. That's where you get judged. Do you know what I mean? So, Absolutely. I just, I suppose it kind of takes us on to the signings a wee bit for myself. We've obviously signed Leon uh, Balogun in the centre half, which I think is decent. Although yeah. he made a wee bidet on Twitter by calling the training centre Murray Park. Quickly ah, deleted the tweet and then had to re- put another one back up. Fucking madness. Didn't bother me personally, but hey-ho. Uh, <laughs> then, People all got upset at that. <laughs> it's fucking nuts, man. If that, if, if <laughs> I bet he deleted it and then put up the Hamilton. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, <laughs> mate, no. If that's if that's if that's the only mistake he makes this season, I'll be really happy. Correct. I'm made him put I'm made him with what he does in the park, could, to be honest. I couldn't give a fuck what people call that. <laughs> no, no. You know what I mean? As long as long as they go out there, give the hundred and ten percent Exactly. Give an absolute stuff. They can, they can call it a Toblerone City. <laughs> Rangers no, Town, Mark Two. There's, there's folk who got upset though. Yeah, we did how do you think that boy Leon play? Well listen, he's after a flying start, right? Clean sheets. Cracking defender. <laughs> he scored a couple of goals. See that run he made against Selic? Put a double in. However, I've got a bit of an issue with the boy. <laughs> Did you hear what he called the training centre? Did you hear what he fucking... I don't want to repeat it. Right, but... He who he shall knew. be named. <laughs> I fucking love Voldemort. He who shall be named. He who shall be named. Aye, he who shall be named. I don't want to repeat his name, but I... No, no, I moved the other one before that. Before that. <laughs> joking, Diddy. You're joking. Ashley before... Park. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, him. Before him. <laughs> before, before him again. Oh, fuck, fuck. Wait. No, no, no. 
<laughs> that poor guy, he's, he's, he's fucked, isn't he? He's, he's pretty much, he's made his baby. Ah, that's that. he's I mean, that was a for fuck's sake, Dav moment, he's not even kicked up off of the shit, you know what I mean? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> man. By the way, in all my excitement, I forgot to do the brain teaser. That was good, wasn't it? Usually I get the full show to do it. So I'll just get it now, right? So, Battle Fever Podcast brain teaser. Callum's done quite well with his, however, I fucked him over a wee bit because I kept, no, Callum, was, Callum was born in 98. I kept giving them new players that, to get names for players that were signed in the 80s and the 90s, and kind of early 90s and that, and he's like, oh, see, you know, I don't know what this is. So for you guys, seven Rangers players who featured at the 1990 World Cup in Italy. Oh, shit. Seven. 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 Rangers players? Seven Rangers players. 1990? The 1990 World Cup in Italy. World, World Cup? Yes. Italy? Italia 90. Seven of them? Seven of them. Rangers? Rangers players. 90? <laughs> I wasn't even Paul's born, lads. I think Paul's at about six already. <laughs> I wasn't even born, you know. So. Oh, 19? I thought it was 1880. I never remember that one, no. That's quite a bit hard for even me, man. So... That's that's a that's a teaser this week. As I said, the first one we had was seven England players who did cap been capped by England while they played for Rangers, and it was actually quite a good question because I had a few people saying about Ray Wilkins, not but Ray Wilkins didn't even get a cap for England while he played for Rangers, and you know that had been all stuff that I would have been saying, and I think somebody said Mark Falco as well, the same didn't get a cap. Oh, 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 we might they have to be Rangers players at the time. At the time. At the time, yes, key point. They were Rangers players in 1990 and featured at the 1990 World Cup. So that's the that's the teaser. We'll go I back think, in I think, and out I think I've got I think I've got four already, but there we go. For fuck's sake. He's flying. Man's flying. Man's flying. He's flying. He's, he's got, what age were you then? 70. In, 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 in 1990, what age was that? 47. 47? 47. Quality. <laughs> Oh, no, no, that's, yeah, that, that was, 1847 was the year of my birth, so I've been <laughs> getting on a bit. BC. <laughs> Cheeky fucking cunt. Welcome to the Battlefield Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, in terms of our team this year, where, where do you guys, start with yourself, where do you guys think that we need to strengthen? Because, as I said, I think he's cleared up the centre-half situation. Obviously, we don't know what like Leon Balogun is. However, he certainly comes with some decent feedback from Wigan, albeit on Twitter. <laughs> so we know what that is. But um, the rest, are you guys, where, where do you think we need to strengthen? Uh, I think the same as last season. We need a backup for Tav. Yep. No, not just as backup for Tav, but also to push Tav. Uh, I believe Bassey plays left back, which is going to obviously push, push Barisic. Last year, Flanagan and Halliday, you know, they come in and done done their bit, but they just weren't at the level that we really needed to, you know, and the same as Polestar at the right-back position. I think we need somebody that's going to challenge Tav for that position. I'm not saying he's been slacking at all. I'm, I'm no, no suggesting that. However, players always res- uh, respond a bit better when they've got that competition. Yeah. So I think we definitely need a right-back. We seem to have addressed the centre-back Problem and obviously when Katic comes back, you know, we're, we're, it's going to be some serious competition for that position, which is great. Now I thought maybe we were going to when we were going to bring some players in, that, you know, short term. But if you look at the, you know, 
the contracts, like in terms of Bassi signed to 2024. I mean, he can play centre back as well. So the the competition for centre backs obviously pretty good. So we seem to have dealt with that issue. I still reckon we need a regardless of what's going on with Morelos in terms of is he staying, is he going? Again, it's all rumour mill or, or whatever. It doesn't matter. I still reckon we need a centre a centre forward. Now the thing is, I've totally changed my tune on this, and it's it's basically doing to what you said, Scott. Before I, before I was of the opinion we needed a striker who was going to come in and be that third place guy. You know, you had Alfredo Morelos, you had Jermaine Defoe. Maybe we needed somebody like Lyndon Dykes, for example, who was willing to come in and sit third place. You know, get that get that call noon again or Camberry or somebody that yeah. was going to be the striker. You know, when Morelos was suspended, let's say, and Jermaine Defoe was injured. However, you you hit the nail on the head. We need somebody that's going to be challenging for that that top spot, yeah. and that that also takes a wee bit of pressure off Jermaine Defoe as well. You know, if Morelos and somebody else are battling out for that top spot, it means Jermaine Defoe can concentrate on his fitness, come in and out as men. And if we're playing European football, we're going to be playing a lot of football, so it's not as if he's not going to get an opportunity to kick a ball. Mm-hmm. So I reckon, I reckon, centre forward, right back. I know Barker looks like a new signing as well. He looks like a new man. Maybe he's going to get the old Barisic bug that happened to him. Maybe he's going to turn things around. It'd be great if he could. So, watch this space in terms of Barker. If he doesn't, if he doesn't get to the level that we all hope, then I think we'll need some doubt in that right wing as well. Paul, what about yourself? I think um, we say it's right back. Nathan Patterson's there, and he's looked pretty decent in pre-season. But yeah. and again, he's a young boy, so he's at Australia Academy, so I would I'd probably uh, strengthen him with a right back. But somebody who can be utilised across the back four. Yeah. Um. Uh, but but predominantly, I would say right back. I would say right back to right centre, uh, uh, centre back. Um, a cut broadfoot type. <laughs> no. Fuck, I, thought, I thought that was only Iron Brew. <laughs> Seriously? Do we do it? <laughs> no, Honestly, not really. Like, right, okay. You might be having eggs next. Um, <laughs> do you know what? He scored a goal for Scotland as well, didn't he? On oh. his debut. And then get called what limited ability after George Bell. Aye, that's right, yeah. What a fan some, slapped down. He done some mad move in skint someday. It was like some crazy step over fucking fake thing. And I was like, he's been playing FIFA. He's just basically <laughs> held in R1 and double double tap the X and done that with the squiggle button. You know, like sometimes you don't know the button's right. You don't know how to play the game. So you just say, I'm going to try this thing. I'm going to, I'm going to hold R2, sorry, R2. And I'm going to do a wee squiggle and I'm going to double hit the X button. And the next player, your player jumps about and fucking, and that's what he done. And he, I don't know how he done it. It was, it was magical. <laughs> big fucking idiot. Aye, big club. Uh, right, yeah, sorry. Uh, so before sorry, Paul. Bar- <laughs> me again. Uh, so, so, yeah, I would say uh, I'm probably a, a right back. I, I'd give it Baz there. Um, I'd probably go for a, for another midfielder. Um, yeah. but, but a bit more strength and depth. Maybe you can sort of play uh, maybe slightly defensive, but also somebody, once you can break the ball up, also somebody who can play the killer pass. And I know that's, I know you're not going to get that uh, for the kind of money we're looking for these days. Maybe South African boy is. You don't know. I'd like to think so. Uh, and I would certainly go for two centre forwards uh, because you never know. Uh, Alfie may be off, and uh, Jermaine's um, he's injured just now. And you know what I'm talking about doing the photo today? I, I put on, I put on uh, I logged into Twitter this afternoon, and also somebody was put Defoe with a broken leg. Oh fuck! And I was like, what? 
but they were watching the horse racing and there was a horse called the foe and it broke its leg and was put down. I honestly, it took me a good five minutes. I go, no, no. Oh, That's no. a Rangers Twitter comment, isn't it? The foe <laughs> broke his leg and it's actually the fucking horse racing, man. Yeah, it's honestly. Uh, so, so yes, I would have two set of forwards, a midfielder and a right back. I've got to, I've got to agree. I would also try and maybe add and get a right winger in there because I do feel since Candace left, I don't think Rangers have kind of replaced that. And I... I a lot of the issues with Tav, and I've been very critical of Tav, probably unfairly at times, to be honest, because he does bring a lot to the team, but a lot of our goals that we concede come down to our right-hand side between him and, and Goldson, and uh, mm. so, sometimes I just feel, yep, he's great going forward, but however, he's a, he's a right-back, and that's his position, that's where he should be, gonna, you know, predominantly, that's that's his area. Um, and I think with Candace leaving at left, and uh, Tav a wee bit exposed at times, because Candace was like a fucking Trojan getting up and doing that line. Yeah. And I feel what left him a bit exposed at times in that showing last season when, when Candace wasn't there. So ho- hopefully uh, Gerard kind of looks at that and who knows, as Baz says, with Barker kind of reinventing himself a wee bit, maybe Barker will, will, will fit in there as well. I don't know. But where the right wing situation might have changed for Rangers as well, as I agree with, with what Paul said, Hadji and, and Kent are kind of closer to Morelos now than they're central. I think it suits Hadji. I don't think it suits Kent as such because I think Kent sometimes is all about width and, mm. and getting beyond his man and getting to the byline and whatever. But I'm sure it's something that Kent can, can adapt to anyway because he's a great player. But I don't know. I just think we need a right winger as well to add to what, what you guys have already already mentioned. Yeah, I, I mean, I think some sometimes we lack in changing not just tactics but formation yeah. uh, during the during the course of the season or during the course of the game. Uh, you don't want to be one-dimensional. So although I, may, I do accept the fact that the formation may have changed in terms of to suit certain players' abilities, which is great, and we all said that that had, that had to be done, mm-hmm. and it's good that that has happened. However, as the season progresses, players come in, players go out in terms of injuries, suspensions or whatever. Sometimes you need to change the formation. To suit your, uh, your uh, whoever you're playing against, but also to suit certain players that you've got available at the time. So I think that we don't want to be the one-dimensional. So it's all, I, I still recommend we need a, a right winger on the off chance that we do need to change our formation or we do need to change our personnel and start living. Yep. Yeah, yep. so you might be right there. I mean, I'll go back to what Bar, uh, Bar said about Barker. I mean, I, I, I watched the, uh, the preseason match. I was very critical of him last year. And I actually, at one point in a different podcast, I said, what is a Brandon Barker? Uh, and I think, to be honest with you, I, 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 I hold my hands up and I apologise to the boy. Because, I mean, looking back, I mean, he clearly had confidence issues. He may even had an injury he was carrying. We just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, players look at social media and things get put out all the time. So, um, no, I, I think I was quite critical of him. Uh, maybe slightly unjustly. So, apologies for that, if you're watching, Brandon. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I think he's looked like a different animal. I mean, I don't know where he's got his confidence. Um, there's no, there's no crowd there. I don't know. Um, but I, what I did notice last year, I compared to the season. Sorry, compared to this couple of matches, I've seen him when he had the ball, he was head down running, mm-hmm. and when he was running trying to sort of get through the ball, it played to him. He was head down running. He wasn't looking at the ball. It was almost like a oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh-huh. So now he's, he's head up, he's very directional, he's very focused, he knows what he wants to do. The end product may not always be there. He may not have a killer decisive, like a trickery and pass or to, to, to bend it in the goal, but he certainly is explosive piece and that will rip defences apart. The issue we have, unfortunately, is in Scotland they play deep 
Yeah. So you're not going to get that chance very often. I think Barker's best match I saw him play last season was when he started against Porto at the El Madrigal, El Madrigal at the Dragon Stadium. And he was he was fantastic because he was his, his pace and his power was all over the place and he nullified their left side yeah. constantly yeah. by being in their faces. And I, I think that that's I think he would deploy more like that in the, sort of maybe the big matches where the teams are going to not sit in, but are going to come at as like European matches or firm matches. Um, I would say uh, Aberdeen match, for example. He, mm. he would definitely be on the bench. He may come on for that. You could also say the same with Kent all the time, though, that Kent doesn't yeah. always have that final ball either, you know, and it, it, I don't know. I, I don't know how we... I don't know how we... we can I solve that conundrum that you're saying, Paul, where this teams sit back at Ibrox because you've seen it was the end of the world on Twitter at half-time against Coventry again. Because it was like, oh, same more Rangers again. That's us with, with no fixed day problems. And I'm thinking, fucking calm down, man. See, just yeah. two days ago, we were the best team in the world again. Do you know what I mean? We just ripped yeah. Leon and Nice to shreds, and that was it. We were great again. And then one, and obviously Mother, and then one kind of. They, they came, they were at a different stage of pre season. They came and they sat and they held, and they tried to do that for, for the first half, and they'd done it very successfully. After that, when they changed things about, it maybe disrupted their floor, but I don't know. Aribo, Haji and Ken got on the ball more and I think that's what it was it changed the yeah. game for Rangers and as much as a pre-season it was nice to see stick at it and that's where the fans not being in Ibrooks might be a decent thing because yeah. there's nobody on the fucking backs on the backs what I will say I think um, watching the Coventry match and I, watched, I, was, I, say, I watched the whole match and I watched the highlights of the game I think Coventry done a really good job and they're a pretty good number in us. Mm-hmm. And I'm really pleased they actually set out like that because it yeah. gave us an insight into how we're going to play against these other teams because yeah. we know they all sit back. We know they put 11 men behind the ball. And it's our responsibility, so it's the players' responsibility to break them down. It doesn't yeah. matter how you do it. And, but my only complaint I would actually have, and it's, and it's not overly critical, I don't think, is we need to take shots from outside the box. We need to stop trying to walk the ball in the net. Somebody take a just, take, just have a shot because right. it can ricochet, can go anywhere. Can, the keeper can pad it back into the path of an unrushing striker. We need to be more clinical that way by having mix it up a little bit because teams know we could try and try pass it through them. Yeah. So it's great if we can pass it through them. Don't get me wrong. Last season, uh, Ryan Jack and Scotty Arfield always seem to have a bit of an eye for goal uh, outside the box. Maybe Shea Ojo as well. Uh, even Aribo, I think there was, there was times when you know we were starting to look a wee bit offensive outside the box. But you're definitely right. It was a, a complaint I had last season. You know we need to be a wee bit more offensive outside the box. But uh, to just talk, to just make a comparison with something, right? This is the difference between me and you, Paul. You went into a, a big detailed thing about Barker and how he's getting better. You know the heat doing and playing a different type of teams and all that, analysing shit against Europe, against Scottish teams, against the fitness. And then I come in and I says, I think he looks a bit better than he did last season. <laughs> that's the difference, mate. You know what Paul, I mean? that's, that's why you're difference. here, mate. <laughs> that's it. You see, I, I, I'm also I'm not only the beauty, but I'm also the brains. That's it. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. We're just here, just as you are. We're your, by the way, you're the Morelos, and we are Hadji and Kent slightly behind you. That's yeah. what it is. You're, you're my magnets. <laughs> I shall say, I shall dance for me. <laughs> <laughs> Aberdeen, we mentioned Aberdeen. Obviously, we head into another season, a huge season for the club. One that even the referees have seen fit to come out and talk about how big it is <laughs> and how important it is that Celtic win. To, I mean, that Celtic 
<laughs> they're obviously going for 10 in a row and well for 10 asterisks they're going for just give them it now you know, it's a, going by the way it's just give them it the new you know what difference actually, does it make man it's like sorry to interrupt you mate no, what <laughs> fucking difference it make to a referee it shouldn't make a single bit of difference whether it's the first game of the season whether that team's gone for 10 in a row whether that team's doing this it doesn't matter a fuck every single game should be refereed with competence and refereed to the same level it yes. shouldn't matter a fuck. So wh- why is it even a conversation? When in the history of refereeing, since refereeing began, did ever a referee appear on a fucking news outlet and start talking about the season? I know. There's, there's football players that have not even been interviewed yet. I know. And the referees are making it all about them. This is Scottish football. Oh, yeah, it's totally fucking embarrassing. It just backs up how much of a shit show that's really going on in Scotland and how much influence certain people have over the media, over the fucking governing body, and over the referees. That the referees are coming on and actually speaking to the media. Well, you, you we're the referees. Well, let's make it about us. No, it's not about you, mate. It's not about you. It doesn't matter how many titles they've won. It doesn't matter what fucking year it is. Every single game should be refereed the same, regardless. So yep. what the fuck? What, what is going on? I don't. I, I don't. I, I don't I, sorry, just essentially, I, I, Scott. Sorry, I don't want to. I don't want to sort of, uh, sort of throw, throw a, a span on the works here. But I've got a friend. All right. Now his cousin, their their university roommate. All right. This isn't one of these Twitter no, stories. No, Baz no, was no, talking no, about. No, 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 no. <laughs> this, 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 this is genuine. His cousin, his university roommate, their their step brother, twice removed. All right. Is part of the um, trophy uh, engravers guild, right? And he's already told me that uh, it's already printed. It's uh, Peter Lawler's already applied, applied pressure to uh, <laughs> it's, uh, the trophy's already engraved with Celtic. Uh, it's an 20, exclusive, yeah, by the way. 2020, 2021 winners. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you something? A wee story about uh, engraving trophies. See when the the, the Celtic mob and, and they love to go on about Sevco. Yeah. See if you actually type in sevco.com, it takes you to a wee fucking like a wee trophy plate somewhere in England, like a wee village, a wee place that does like model like train tracks and all that and, and, and engraves trophies <laughs> and it's all like hockey. Do you know what I mean? Shinty. It's all these wee... <laughs> hockey and shinty are very similar, you will <laughs> Very similar. So the, the, I, I, I mean, I, I'm no, I don't really know my trophies, right? But it's like these wee people with wee sticks and all that and like people running out, like, they'll be like, a, a trophy with like a wee sheep on it for like best sheep and all that and so sevco.com is an actual website and it was like a daft wee show <clears> selling <throat> fucking weird shit like that I just thought I'd get that in there I wonder I wonder whether uh, Peter Lowell had to have a ballot to see what referee got interviewed or whether he just put Kevin Clancy forward his cell no but he, he basically he, he undone his shackles and uh, forced him in the room and said sit there do what you're told and he, he was standing by the camera the whole time pointing at that one <laughs> We we um, big boats with what he's to say on it. Yeah, exactly. And then it, after he, after after he uh, logged off, he gave a sound fucking beaten. <laughs> yeah, oh, apparently, apparently pronounced uh, somebody's name wrong. <laughs> so he, he was then dragged dragged by his sideburns back down the corridor, <laughs> slammed against the dungeon wall, thrown back on, on a rack. He's on a rack. Would you see Kevin Clancy next time? He'll be he'll be six inches taller. He'd be That's why he runs that robotic way in it? It's because of the yeah. way he's kind of. Hung all day, every day. Oh, it'll, be, it'll be stretched and you put on a rotisserie and give him a bit of a tan. <laughs> Did you notice he had a lot? He was chewing chewing gum at the time. 
<laughs> right, because because see, twenty minutes before the interview, but then seemed a uh, Peter Lowell, right? And Lowell just looked up and went, "Aye, it's under not the table." Itself, son. <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> so ten in a row. Any juicy fruit? <laughs> the quest, for, the quest for ten in a row starts on Saturday <laughs> for the Celtic. Well, Celtic Sunday and the referees. So I'm sure we're looking forward to going to Pitodry. As I said, people say. That, Obviously, there's no fans there. Well, really, the Aberdeen players are no know the difference because there's no fucking fans up there anyway unless Rangers are in town, I suppose, and then I, they I, come I've up. Got si- I've got six spare tickets, 20 quid each. here. <laughs> and that's not just codes for Rangers TV, no. Actual <laughs> tickets. Actual tickets. <laughs> Actual tickets. Um, so, heading up there, how do you think it, it will affect us? Obviously, firstly, will we have Morelos to go up there? And if we do have Morelos, what kind of Morelos will we have? Because a lot of people were complaining that the way he left the park at Ibrox um, on Sunday against Coventry, or Saturday against Coventry, sorry. However, I don't want to see my striker going off the park and he's no scored and he's had a couple of chances, missed him. Skip him off the park, happy go lucky. I like to see him pissed off. Do you know what I mean? Because Morelos is, thrives on goals. and I thought he played well on Saturday as well. I thought he brought others into the game well. I thought he, he was a menace again and he, he was getting back to his old self. He does need that goal to maybe try and boost him. You know, I think everything else. Sorry, I thought yeah, I think his whole pre-season was really good. His link-up yeah. was fantastic. He seems to be uh, coming deeper. Yeah, uh, and get, he's getting he's getting the midfield involved more. He's getting Kent Hadji involved more. I think that's part of the the whole point. It's, it's maybe sort of slightly new set. Having a four-three-two-one, yeah. and it's sort of this, the one becomes a three. So that, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I'm like you. I wanted to see him angry at coming off. And Gerard actually said himself. He said he wasn't happy. And it, but I had to bring him off because. With uh, Jermaine's uh, injury, uh, he's my only recognised striker, so I have to protect him for the game at Pataudry. Now, irrespective of what happens transfer-wise, my, uh, I've seen somewhere, uh, uh, not I'm in the know or anything, but I've seen several reports saying 15th of, of August would be the earliest he would go anyway because that's when the French transfer window opens. So although he might sign a pre-contract as such on the transfer, as such, the agreement we put in place... I think he would probably still play against Aberdeen. He'd probably still play against Leverkusen. And I think there would be a certain risk mitigation put in place. If he, if he does sign for Lille, for example, uh, and he's allowed to play against Aberdeen and Leverkusen, I imagine there would be a, some risk mitigation put in place with a massive insurance premium, um, probably paid for by Rangers. I said, if we break his leg and he's out for nine months, we will pick up the tab. He will still be transferred or maybe... A million pound taken off the eventual transfer fee if he's yeah. not the same player. That, that something will be worked out. It'll be something thrashed out. But to answer your questions, I think he will play on Saturday. I think he'll also play on uh, Tuesday against Leverkusen, and thereafter, I really don't know. Um, but not like I said, I wanted him to be really angry, and he was angry, and rightly so because he's a striker. He's a he's a he's a striking animal. He lives on goals. That's his whole modus operandi. Is to put uh-huh. the ball on the back of the bloody net. And if you don't do it, you should be fucking angry with yourself, especially if you had chances. And, I'll, and that was good to see. And, and Gerard's his reasoning sound, in my opinion. Buzz Morelos, I, I, do I think, think he looks I, a lot better than last season. I. He's, 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 that's it. What else can I say? What else can I say? You know what I mean? Uh, do you know what? See if Morelos scores a hat trick, sets two up, and there's 20 minutes of extra time played, and he gets taken off in 19 minutes of extra time, you'll be pissed off when he goes off. 
And exactly, you want to be pissed off. You don't want players to be skipping off and all happy, oh, by the way, I didn't score, I'll see you later. You, that's what you want, because he's hungry. He's hungry to score goals. He's hungry to, to, to get involved and, and make, make a difference in the game. And he's always been like that. So why are people acting as this is a new thing? I know. He's always like, every time he gets taken off, he's pissed off. So why, why are we acting as if this is a new thing? It's, it's no. Um, as far as Aberdeen are concerned, I fully expect us to come back down the road with three points. Bear in mind that they've obviously been in the same boat as everybody else. You know, it's a very strange time for everybody. However, I fully expect us to go up there, start the season strong. We've had a really good uh, sort of pre-season friendlies, if you can call it that, you know, whatever. But I reckon we're going to go up there and I reckon we're going to come down the road with three points. In fact, I'll go even further on that. I'll make a prediction right now, right? I reckon we will finish August on 18 points. I reckon we'll get maximum points in every single game. No. No, Aberdeen is a tough game. Apart from the by 11 cousin game, which I'm sure we'll touch on, we've got St. Murn, St. Johnson, Livingston, Kelly, and Hamilton. And do you know, and do you know the only difference between all the games? Kilmarnock doesn't end in the later end. Oh, see, mental, that's why he passes on the show. That's why I'm on the show. You want to get the technical shit, you listen to Paul. You want to get the stuff that you really care about. <laughs> I'll, I'll fill you in. St. <laughs> <laughs> Mum, Johnson, Livingston, Kilmarnock and Hamilton. Kilmarnock's the only one at Disney end and later end. But I fully expect us to walk away with 18 points at the end of the month. Full points. I'm kind of in that boat myself. I, I think even in, even Saturday, getting up there, Gordon Smith's assured me, by the way, the Rangers will win that game. And if we, don't, if, if we don't win it, Gordon Smith turns around and says that we can give him abuse. I would never do that because he's a really nice guy. But still... Uh, a fucking no, you get severe talking to God, and if we don't come back down the road, three points. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get Paul to go down and speak to you and t- Aye, let you know where it all went wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm the last person you want to chat your door. <laughs> so, Are you over there all fucking night? <laughs> Paul, I don't know if you know this, but we have a, a betting partnership with Betville. Now, this is the first time we've really been able to comment on a Rangers game in regards to Betville. So, going into it, Rangers are. 49 to win a game, right? Mm-hmm. Aberdeen, well, we're not really giving a fuck about them anyway, are they? So, gone, they're gone. Rangers, they win 2 and 61, right? Which I think is not a bad bet, considering we've no conceded in pre-season. Hamilton aside, although it doesn't really count. 4 and 18 to 1, and if we're going to give them a right, proper kind of hiding at 5 1 or 5 and 5 and 35 to 1. Now, how good would it be to rock up to Petaudry on Saturday so opening league fixture of the season, spank them, get back down the road. We could give them one of the wee sheep trophies that Baz was talking about earlier. Aye. Let them have that. That's your trophy for the season, lads. Go and do your open top bus now, doing Union Street League Day all the time when you win a trophy every hundred year and just crack <laughs> on and do that. I think that would be terrific. You know, just to go up there, just skip them and that's it, back down the road. The minimal first Rangers, just go and just do it. And that has to be, I find myself saying that about Rangers all the time, every year, every cup competition. Just do it. Just go and you know, we know they've got the ability. That would, be a, that would be a good saying for a pair of trainers. A, I mean, a Glaswegian pair of trainers. Just do uh, it. Just fucking do it. <laughs> but do you know the thing? See, last season we played uh, Aberdeen and we bet them 5 0 the first time we played them. Uh, yes. we played, don't get me wrong, it was 28th of September. It was a, a month into the season. But we played them, uh, don't, it, was, it was also in Ibrox, however, it's very doable. So there's nothing to stop us just going up there and just fucking doing it. 
That's it. Just, can just go and do it. I mean, I can't really get the odds in Rangers to get a red card now because they're probably fixing them. They're no taking bets, so no. <laughs> it's a given. <laughs> um, Rangers to get a penalty. That's probably less a bit hey-ho. Um, so. <laughs> Contact Clancy, he'll tell you what the odds are. Uh, he's, he's probably got a coupe on and for Manelos to get mm. sent off, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. One. I just think they're, we're due a good a good start to a season in terms of a right good confidence start, especially up there. Um, I think we'll ho- hopefully get there in confident mood because they, should, they shouldn't end up confident. We should after be confident. You know, so really well. I, I, hope, I hope we do. I really hope we do. And, Take the pressure off a wee bit, and as I say, they can go then and have a free hit at Leverkusen. But, but to, to touch on before we go, Leverkusen is supposed to touch on the, the the Aberdeen side of things. How do you think our players will react to the being away from home at Pitodre, especially a ground where they always get a hostile reception because they only turn out for us, and then they only here to see the Rangers, aren't they? And then now we go in there, there's no crowd. It's kind of I don't know how the Rangers players will react to that. I think I think they'll be fine. You know, they played in uh, they played in Leon, uh, a big stadium with only you know, I think it was five thousand people there. Yeah. But they played a couple of matches at Ibrox with nobody there. Um, so, uh, so I think they'll be fine. The professional footballers. It's the same. It's, if you want if you want to use that uh, topic, Rangers players go to go to Petodri and there's there's no crowd there. The Aberdeen players, you should be the exact same. There's yeah. no crowd there. There's nobody there egging them on. Although they're used to having no crowd there, oh, yeah. um, they're, they're, they're not used to old Shug and his, and his wee sheep wee sheep dog there. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> so, uh, no, I think I think they'll, they'll, they'll acquit themselves very well. I, I, I think I think we'll be absolutely fine. And it, it's I, I my next door neighbour. I'm not going to say his name. I'm pointing out because that's where his house is. He knows a professional footballer because uh, the kids go to school together. He's still, he's still a Premier League footballer, and he said that he's played in stadiums just now yeah, recently. And he says it's shit. It's really, really shit. It's got everything's kind of flat, and it's, right. it's a very strange environment for the players. So even if there's only a couple of hundred people there, it does make a difference. But when there's nobody, it's shit. I don't know if you've um, seen Jordan Campbell on the Athletic saying that he he was at Ibrox for the I can't remember if it was a Liberty, the Motherwell or the Coventry game, but he said that you heard Ryan Kent apparently didn't spin and go into space, but Ryan Jack was playing the ball and you heard McGregor shouting, Jacko, fucking get him tilt. <laughs> <laughs> did you did, did you see uh, Matt Ritchie in the Newcastle <laughs> match? You, you might have seen this, Baz, you play off show at the time, but Matt Ritchie was caught in camera, uh, on, on live on telly, when if you if, if you took the, the option with the no crowd noise, he, he gave a foul away, or he went for a tackle and won the ball, and the referee gave a free kick against him, and he, because Matt Ritchie, Scottish internationalist, but is English, and yeah. so I think with an English accent, he shouted to the referee, Oi, how the fuck do you give that, you wee dick? I think he booming across the telly. <laughs> well, I think the referee for Saturday's body, Bobby Madden. So McGregor, we might hear him give him, <laughs> give him a bit of stick. You probably don't even turn the telly up. You know what I mean? You It'd be interesting. <laughs> you know, so, um, but Baz, what do you think? Empty stadium, obviously empty Petodre in this case. It's it is going to be different. It's going to be weird for the players because you usually, I mean, Ryan Jack usually gets booed out of there, like fucking, you know, nobody's business. And do you know what? It's just something that they're going to they're going to need to deal with. It's they're they're the professionals that need to step onto the park, and every single one of them is in the same boat. Be it the Rangers, Aberdeen, yeah. Celtic, 
St. Johnson, Kilmarnock, Livingston, whatever. I mean, obviously, like you say, some of them are, are mere you say, playing in front of empty stadiums and others. Some players need that buzz, you know, that like that fucking energy after the twelfth man to get them out of the line. Like some sometimes what players have said interviews, pre uh, post match interviews, if it wasn't for the the you know, the fucking the buzz inside the, the stadium when they propelled them out of the finishing line. I think is the season progresses have become important, but I think at the beginning of the season, I'm not saying it's no important, but every game's definitely important, but it's something that they'll just need to learn to deal with and overcome, and I think they will. Mm-hmm. I fully expect the Celtic supporters to be allowed in before everybody else to give their team the best opportunity at maybe getting a wee bit of support for going into games and winning. I mean, probably the 17th October, if there is going to be an early date for supporters to get in, you might find the 17th October when Rangers magically rock up at Parkhead, is probably going to be the I'm, day I'm that hearing that there's, announcement, there's going to be an announcement on the 16th regarding <laughs> legislation and sporting yeah. events. I'm, I'm also hearing there's going to be another lockdown imposed on the 18th. Aye. That's it. <laughs> that's it. And it, that's by Peter Lowell, who apparently has some sort of hold over Nicola Sturden as well. I don't know what they've got in common, but I don't know. Please Here don't cut, go maybe, there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> her hair did not grow during lockdown. Did you see that? She's got magic hair. It didn't grow during lockdown. It was mad. Then it was a picture of it getting cut. I'm like, how are you getting cut? Does it fucking grow? <laughs> my, 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 do you know something? My wife cut my hair and she did a really, really good job. Apart from the first time she did it, she made a bit, massive big step in the back. I had to wear a baseball cap for two weeks. So, what you should have said was, my missus cut my hair. And that would have been <laughs> no, but there's it, no joke in this. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I went and got my hair cut last week by, the, by my hair, the, the guy who cuts my hair, and he actually said she made a fantastic job because she'd done it a couple of times when I got, got proper wild clippers and she made a really good job of it. And he, he, he even said she done a really, really good job. Do you know, I'm yeah. that petty. Well done, that... Naomi. Well done. Good job. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> that, I'm that petty that I changed the person that cut my hair because he had green, white, and gold combs laid out, and I went to the lassie who had red, white, and blue combs. That's a petty arm. No, that's no pity. That's that's, that, <laughs> that's staunch behaviour. That's that's the way we do, is it? You know what I mean? Um, I mean, they're setting their show. They're setting their stall out. <laughs> she set her green light. She set her stall out. She's basically saying, "Don't come here. Don't come here." Do you know, do you know what I mean? She was telling you it's subliminal. Uh, so uh, fuck uh, it then. You'll no, you'll no go on with me, pal. That's it. <laughs> not going to go on. <laughs> that's it. But Leverkusen for me is a free hit. <coughs> You know, we're three, we're three man doing, it's a free hit. If Chelsea, our brothers for doing south, manage to work their magic and get Kai Havertz in before that game and he's out, the, he's out that, that tie, then great. Good on you, Frankie Lampard, and we appreciate that, then your pals are turned. But I think it's a free hit for Rangers. You can unleash them a wee bit and say, just go and, go and show what you can do. You know, the enjoy the occasion. Ah, just go out and enjoy it. Just go and play football and see what happens. Because... There is never a better time than when Rangers are written off. I've got to be honest with you. I mean, I think Paul, I ca- Paul, ca- I'm sorry, yes. Paul, I'm sorry to interrupt you, mate. I'm really sorry to interrupt you. I'm busting for a piss, right? So can I go first? And then <laughs> when you speak, I can go for a quick pee pee. No. I started to piss yourself. Old swampy bowski. <laughs> How long are you going to be, Paul? 10 15 minutes, <laughs> right? That's fine. That's fine. You keep talking now. You know, you go by, it's on you go. Go, go. right? That's my 11 cousin. Um, right. 
see the first time you play it, you're right in what you're saying. It's, it's going to be an opportunity to go out there and enjoy yourself. You know that old cliche, just go out there and enjoy the occasion. I reckon, I reckon we could win the game. I, I really reckon we could go out there and win the game. However, 3-1 is a massive mountain to climb. Mm-hmm. Do I think we're going to do that? I'm not going to say we're not going to do that. I'm definitely not going to do that. But it's a, it's a massive ask. However, I reckon we could go out there and maybe nick a wee 1-0 or a, a 2-1. Mm-hmm. Their team is worth something like 366 million against their 47 million, whatever it is. The first time we played them at Ibrox, they had 65% of the possession. Now, bear in mind that they were in the Champions League and they came down to, they, they finished third in their group that were in with Juventus and whatever else, they, and they came down. So they weren't they were, they were in the Europa League. The same way right. you were, they were in the, they were in the Champions League and then, then came down, and then they bet Porto and the knockout thing about ever gubbed them two one three one. So we're talking about an exceptional football team, a really really good team. If we can go out there and see if we can get a draw out of them, I think that would be a great result. So, 100%. but but like you said, I think that if even go out there and just bolster the ball, man, just fucking let the hair down and enjoy it. But the first time we played them, the, the setup was McGregor, Tav Goldson, eh, Edmondson, Barisic, Arfield, Davis, Kamara, Aribo, Morelos, and Kent. In fact, was it no Edmondson that scored? Yes. A good heater. It was a heater. I, I reckon, the, I reckon Hollander will be in for Edmondson. You'll probably find uh, Davis, Kamara will be dropped, Aribo and Jack in, and uh, Haji will be in the starting 11. So I, I reckon maybe four changes to that, that uh, the first time we played them. But I reckon if we go out there, playing away, I reckon if we get a draw with them, maybe even sneak a win, I reckon that'd be a tremendous result. However, asking, you know, to overcome the 3-1, I think is going to be a big ask. But anything's possible. You're right. Paul, it's that old saying, mate, it's not in each, isn't it? Is it? Exactly. It's back is, I, actually, I actually watched, because um, I've been off, I've been off, well, I wasn't off work or anything like that. I was, uh, I was working from home and stuff like that. Um, and I've been off work for the last few weeks. Um, sort of, I've been on sick for a couple of weeks. Uh, I watched all the German football. I watched all the Leverkusen matches because I'm very interested to see how this was going to play out. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've noticed that as the season went on for them, that they came after the, the sort of shutdown, they came, they came back quite strong, won the first couple of matches, and then they sort of capitulated. And yeah. I was very interested to see how this happens. And basically, teams get in their face. They harassed them. They harangued them. They did not allow them to play. Kai Havertz, obviously, with a lot of transfer speculation went about him, went off the boil a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's uh, already basically said he wants to go to Chelsea and he wants it done before the Rangers match. And my understanding is even David Kuzner are, are contemplating not playing him against us yeah. uh, if, if he's not been sold. So I reckon if we are very aggressive, if we, uh, I would say I was on season tickles. I was actually at the match against Liverpool, and they were very, very impressive. Havertz, yeah. especially, he was he was the main man. He was, nothing moved without him. Mm-hmm. You take him out of the equation, and they're still a very, very good team. Kevin beating us any day of the week. The problem was we were too nervous and, and negative. We kind of sat back and invited them onto us, especially yeah. that first half. It was horrific to watch. It was really quite sort of oh my god, backs against the wall stuff. Reverse that now, nothing to lose, everything to gain. Their fans aren't in their stadium. They're about to lose a star player. 
fucking get out and do it. Just really go and it's have, possible. A, have a go. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I am very, very positive. I think, I mean, I know, I know that from I, I, been in podcasts the last few years, <laughs> very, 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 I know this, uh, this is going to play out. My, my, Face will be all over uh, Celtic, <laughs> Celtic Twitter, and they all be laughing and joking. No, oh, tell us look at that stupid home. Yeah. You know, it's very accurate. Very yeah, accurate. Actually, there. Do, 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 do you know how a Celtic uh, Twitter uh, is actually sitting up right? By the way, because because drool comes out equal sides of the mouth. So that's no that's that's no drummer's joke, no musician joke. Um, but I, I, I think I think we I think we could do this. I think we I genuinely think if we go out and we play to our A game, Javier's doesn't play, and they play the way they've been playing the last few matches where they completely capitulate and look devoid of confidence, especially as soon as one goal went against them, it was backs against the wall, somebody and it was stage fight, it was big saucer eyes. What right. the fuck is going on? We are Leverkusen, we are not used to this. So if All we right. can do that to them, we hit them hard and fast, if we score within the first ten minutes watch them collapse. And I'm, uh, I'm being really honest about that. I think we have a fair shout at this. Well, the thing is, I think... He's still going on about Barker. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that was just a bit of analysis about Barker there. Yeah, it was I, actually, yeah. I think Stephen Gerrard's Rangers are the best with the front foot, pushing people, you know, getting in people's faces, going after them. When they do that against Celtic, we always seem to, to overcome them. When we sit back and allow teams to have the ball and... You know, play in front of us and just and come at us. We struggle a wee bit, you know, and and usually as fans we get a wee bit tense and nervy. Unlike Walter's Rangers, when we could let teams have the ball all day, because we knew we were rock solid. There was no way teams were getting through yeah. us. Do you know what I mean? That that was what we were built today. This Rangers team is far more attacking, far more aggressive in its approach. I, and I really think if we can get in their faces early doors, disrupt them as you say, upset them, unnerve them a wee bit. Rangers could have a we could have a wee shout here, you know, and Inter Milan away, I think, in the next round. Well, obviously, they're still going to complete and Inter kind of a wee bit ahead. So, Inter Milan away, and you've got to remember, Paul, the German game finished, the German season finished, how, two, two three weeks ago? Uh, three weeks ago, I think it was, yeah. Three weeks ago. So, they're not really, Rangers have been playing games. All right, pre-season friendlies, but we've been playing games. I, see, I, I watched the Europa League draw, uh, including ourselves in it, for a little bit of the final. And I, just before I ordered my new uh, cast door kit, I actually put the uh, Champions League emblem on it because I, that's how sure I am we're going to win the cup. Fantastic. See, that's the positivity I love, Buzz. I agree. That's what we need. That's what we need. That's, that is just... That's and, do you know what else I need to get done? I need to get my, my Rangers scarf ironed. Look how straight <laughs> Paul's is in the background. Like a straight line and mine is just tied with a guitar here. What you can't see, Baz, no, good. This, 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 this is a pod first. It's actually looped around the light at the top there. Let's see. We're going to need to get one, Scott, in, on the, the uh, green screen somehow. Uh, we're going to need to get the My Jails one somewhere. Aye. You know that new one that we've got? Um, <laughs> but that leads his own, Paul, mind you. Every, every 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 score prediction you get wrong, it's, it's minus fifty my jails points. <laughs> just to let you know, <laughs> minus fifty my jails points. Fantastic. However many times you say I'm hearing on Twitter and get it right, that's you uh, up again. You know that's you fifty woo! my jails points. So, <laughs> um, lead known for that, your cast door cat as you spoke about. Hopefully, will be here this weekend at some point. We are going to have, and this is going to lead us into, this is a smooth transition, this is, by the way, on the back of the podcast, Paul. 
how smooth this just moves into the next link here. You, <laughs> you, you have said about your castor kit. We're going to have a wee bit more writing and sponsorship on our castor kits this year. Now, I, I don't want to. I don't want to take away from the beauty of the kit, but I agree a hundred percent that we should be maximising every single source of revenue and income we can get to make your team better and make your club better. So you've done a wee bit of research. You've looked into some what's happening on the shops, Paul. Yeah, well, basically, I've 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 got as much information as I possibly could from from, uh, from the internet, and believe me, it's not that much. It doesn't actually say it doesn't it doesn't actually say how much it's worth or or, or things like that. But basically, just make it up, mate, and say you're hearing it's this amount. You make it up, just going on. Yeah. Uh, so basically, Rangers now have four shirt sponsors. I think it's four shirt sponsors for the for the Rangers Football Club, and the SPFL can you can get fucking one. Correct. That shows you do not touch toxic brands. Um, so yeah, so on the front we get 32 red. <laughs> Stay in control. Don't mention Doncaster or Basil leap at that seat in a minute. Minus 2,000, my chest. <laughs> yeah, so on the, so on the front we've, we've now got... Uh, 390 grand, the guy gets paid. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were giving us the amount that the sponsorships were there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. Right, so, to go back to what I was going to say. So, on the front of the show, we've still got 32 red. Uh, they've been our sponsors for like a few years now. I think it's 2014 or something like that. They've been, they've been there since. Um, I think we've got another two years to go. I think, in fact, I think all the sponsors we currently have are, the, are on, on, I've got two, a two-year uh, slot to fill. So, and on the back, uh, utility is now replaced with the energy check. But I think the energy check is still part of, or utility comes under that umbrella. The utility check is uh, it's based in uh, sort of South, South Shields in Newcastle. Uh, not in Newcastle. Sorry about that if you're down there. Sand dancers. Um, and it's not like to Ashley, no? No, it's not. No, right, no. It's, 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 it's a price comparison website. And it basically does, you know, it's sort of, you have energy checks and stuff like that. Mainly for big businesses, uh, but also there's commercial homes as well. Commercial business. Sports director. Yeah, that's the ones. But, um, but this week we announced uh, Seco, or Seco, I don't know how you spell it, S E K O. Now, that's a logistics company. And what they do is they do. Uh, international freight and freight forward and, and they also do um, I think it's wholesale and uh, uh, sort of uh, distributing for big 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 companies uh, for like garments and stuff like that but they're a worldwide company and they do every continent with the exception of Antarctica so they have got massive massive outlet they're not that big in the UK but you look at huge North and South North America they are massive South America not so much they do Australasia uh, the Middle East are quite big there and they're huge in Asia as well. So once again, this is big exposure for the company, for the, for the, for the for Rangers Football Club. Uh, and also we've now got Tomcat Tyres. They're a, a new Czech tyre company, uh, pretty much unknown. I, I tried to research as much as I possibly could and I couldn't find much out about them. They do sort of mid-range uh, sort of price tyres, performance tyres mainly, sort of mid-range. But they also sponsor Fiorentina. Uh, which is a big thing. As I said, I think we've all got two years to go. We've now got four sponsors on the shirt. So that's one in the front, two in the back, and one in the, one in each sleeve. And that's Tomcat tires on the sleeves. All that's left now is socks. Uh, and I did notice, all joking aside, that uh, Party Thistle today announced a new sponsorship deal and their socks are sponsored. So anything's possible, folks. You know? Yeah, anything for money, weren't they? Yeah, welcome to the wacky world of Scottish football. No, but I think, 
to go back to the whole point of this, I've seen Twitter going, oh, for fuck's sake, man, all these blooming things, all across the shirt, it's going to ruin it, it's going to ruin it. Yeah, it'll ruin it for the first team because these are only on the first team shirts. The yeah. one you buy only has uh, one in the front and the, 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 the entry check in the back. But it was announced on Monday that Castor are also going to start releasing uh, towards the end of the year sponsorless shirts. So if you want a Ranger shirt without any sponsorship or not at all, not just children's shirts, you can buy them from the end of the year. And I think that's a great thing to do because nobody wants to walk around with 32 red and things in the back and stuff like that. You can if you want to look at the players, but if you'd rather have a clean cut image, then that's what you go for. But I think having more sponsorship brings in more money and the more money we have makes us more profitable, obviously. And I think and more better players we can buy, better renovations we do at the stadium, the training ground, whatever you want, everything. This is the first year, I would say, in about, my God knows, 20, 30 years. I mean, since Rangers started doing their own, own kit when it was um, Admiral, because Rangers had the complete rights to it then, they actually made the kit um, and they got all the profits, but, but, but put the Admiral badge. They basically paid Admiral yeah. to put the badge on it. Since then, this is the first time we are going to start making serious cash. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a fantastic thing. Yeah, Biz, Biz Neil or Biz Grove? James Biz Grove? James Biz Grove. Biz what Grove. I, think, I think he's done really, really well to get all the sponsorship in and try and get this going. And I, I don't care if they have another one on the sleeve or one in the shorts, one of the one of the jock straps they wear, you know, and on the in, on their insoles, you know. I, I, I really couldn't give a fuck as long as it's bringing money into the club to make us competitive and sustainable and to see us through the next hundred and fucking fifty years. I couldn't give a shit. A hundred percent agree with it. Get capture own the socks. Let's, you know let's bring culture that, yeah, in, yeah. No, I capture on the socks. Do you know what I loved about that whole speech here, Paul? What's that? You were, you were getting into all the detail, telling us the companies, telling us the background, where they work, what they do, what they're involved in, and then you said the word serious cash, and your voice changed, and your eyes, so that's money, and it's going to be serious cash. Like your, your, <laughs> voice, your voice changed, and that... And that was the thing I took out of that whole fucking ten-minute segment was serious cash. <laughs> and and the funny thing is that is the most important thing. To be fair, uh, so it's definitely good. But this tire mob are kicking up fuck because they, they've got it on the sleeve, right? And apparently there's something in that we need to tell the players when they're running they can't swing their arms. Like the fucking like you can't see the sponsor. Like the people, what is that? What tire company is that? Is that Michelin? No, what was the tire company? Do you know what I mean? So, so, so they're 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 trying, they're trying run. Like so James Forrest. <laughs> so people can see the tire company. <laughs> That's fucking. It's but I, I think it's positive. Listen, see the more money we get in the Rangers Football Club, the more we can reinvest into our team, the more we can go and, and compete with teams in Europe like Leverkusen, like obviously taking our place back here in this country and where we should be as champions of the country again. I think it's positive. I really do. And I hope, and Castor as well, we've obviously done our pod on Castor Buzz and we had the interview with Castor and stuff like that. They will be just fucking absolutely delighted that their shirts are, as you say, their shirts now are going to Asia and, you know, all these places that you've just mentioned, Paul, the Castor logo is going to be on that. They'll, They'll be buzzing with that. And the mayor we buy, the mayor goes into Rangers Football Club. I noticed the Jersey store this week have got some mad sale on. I mean, it's a tenner for last year's Hummel. Hi. 
trying to push that stock. Do not go near it. It doesn't go. To the, I know Rangers want to get much money out of tenner anyway, even if it was. However, just don't give them it. Do you know what I mean? Wait until what is it? August the sixth or whatever it is, and go first. to the August August first and go to the Rangers. Go to the Rangers store. Go to Rangers Town. I know it's no Rangers Town yet, so, but we've missed <laughs> a trick with that. <laughs> so, I, I think I think it's nine o'clock Saturday morning. The new store opens at the stadium. Yeah, that's my understanding. Get yourself there. Go, and, and, and just get, get the website, get it ordered as well if you can. Right. I'm looking forward to mine being delivered to the door. Me yeah. too. First. Uh, I think they, they got posted out a couple of days, a day before. Yesterday. Was it? Right, whatever. Yesterday. What the, the, is that a fucking pigeon that's bringing up? Yesterday. <laughs> that was just the Asian side. No, they get posted yesterday. They go to a holding centre, all right? right. Just, out, just, out, just outside Wishaw. And they, right. they, get, they get held there. And then they what don't get stole, stolen? Fuck's no, sake, man. No, 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 no. Because, because it's guarded by uh, some some uh, massive big, uh, some uh, these uh, sort of uh, centaurs that come from the fifth dimension. <laughs> so they'll, 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 come, they'll come through a portal from the fifth dimension and they'll guard them until uh, the early hours of the first. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like how you just kept on doing that until you could think it's something. Ah, <laughs> oh, they're guarded by something. That wouldn't be a centaur that would scare me. I'll distract them. Anybody watching this will be distracted. If I just keep doing this, I'll think it's a centaur. Baz, you, you, you clearly have no understanding of the international sign for centaur. Evidently not. For centaur. Yeah. So, do, do, do you know the international language of cheese, for example? I know the international sign of this, mate. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, 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 Nothing no, can no. of cheese, Baz. That, 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 that's melted brie. <laughs> I'm sorry mate, but this is a respectable podcast, you know, mate. This <laughs> isn't like that fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> where, where, where did that happen? <laughs> well, I thought somebody else come in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, to back my point, you're going to get it in the first. Fuck off. Yeah, you're going to get it in the right, first. Okay. And we can wear it for half twelve, hopefully. Oh, I'm talking the kit's not, I, I, thought, I thought Baz meant that. All right. <laughs> 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 well, <coughs> basically, the teaser. Let's go back to the teaser a wee bit. I'm sorry, I've got one. I got there. I so I give it. So I tell you what it is. No, well, we do. Hang on, we do one each because if you go first, I'm just going to say all yours. All right, okay. Go for it. Then. Hey, hold I on, I find my answers because I've not got my right, I think I think I've got it. I've got them. Go for it. Do you know what? I, I don't even have seven names, so you go. First Paul and I'll go right and we'll see any each. Okay. I will go with McCoist. Correct. Durant. Nope. Fuck off. Morris Johnson. Correct. Chris Woods. Correct. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I will go with uh, Richard Goff. Correct. Four out of seven. Terry Butcher. Five out of seven. Yes! I'm going to go with Trevor Stephen. Six out of seven. Oh, and Baz at Foss and you. <laughs> right. Mark Cayley. No. Bastard. I think it's Ian Ferguson. No. Oh. He's English. Oh, He's English. No oh, uh, Gary Stevens. Correct. Gary Stevens, seven out of seven. Well done. It's 
spot on quality. That's the kind of stuff I date Callum, and as I say, he'd have no chance. Come on, you'd probably get McCoy's and stuff like that because we would all get McCoy's. But well, I only get three there. I got McCoy's. I got McCoy's butcher and woods. That was it. Okay. I, I must, must admit, be better. I, no, I must admit, I thought that there were some of the ones that you said there that would have been like your Durant's and stuff like that. But then again, I don't know what happened with Durant at that time. It's like a Durant did his injury and then coming back to fitness nah. and then get back in the team. And I just don't know. But um, all that's left, I think, chaps. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to get both your predictions for Aberdeen and then for Leverkusen. And then I'm going to put you in Stephen Gerrard's shoes, right? And we're going to say you've got however long you want to just prepare the team for the season, give them words of encouragement, give them that inspiration, make them have the battle fever on. So, prediction first. Paul, Aberdeen, prediction for getting up there to that absolute midden and with no fans in it and hopefully taking the points. 3-0. Herrera hat-trick. 3-0. Buzz. Yeah, that's copyrighted, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, I think it'll be 2-0. <laughs> and I reckon, I reckon it'll be Hadji and Morelos, but the Morelos goal will be a penalty. And I, I hope it's not a penalty, no. Like, I hope it is a penalty, but it's not a penalty. Because that'll be a refereeing strike, the earliest refereeing strike in Scotland's history. You yeah. know, I've only had one, haven't <laughs> we? So, um, I'm going to go 3-1. I'm going to go 3-1. I'm going to give them a goal, because I don't know why. I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. For fuck's sake, Dav, I'm going to say it already. And I'll just... Morelos to Hadji one. That's it. It's happening. We're winning in three points anyway. Leverkusen. What do we think? 1-0 Rangers. 1-0 Rangers. Who's the scorer? Mikko Maric. Aribo. Aribo. <laughs> Paul. I am forever the optimist, as you already know. So I am going to be really, really out there and I'm going to go 3-0 to us. Hadji 2, Aribo 1. Imagine that happened. Imagine the scenes of that happened. Oh my God, you won't see me. Collie, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go 3 1. Go to extra time, and then I don't know what the fuck will happen after that. I don't know, but I'm going to go 3 1. All right. And I, 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 I agree with you. I think Aribo got a goal. Um, the other ones, I'm not sure. But I, I see one I went for base. That's not very original. But anyway, start me a cell buzz. You are. Stephen Gerrard, your words of encouragement for the season. You've put me right in the spot here, mate. You've put me right in the spot. <laughs> but I would probably say something like, listen, lads, last year's finished. It's behind us. We're yes. moving on. We've all had a tough time. Now, listen, you're all sitting there in your fancy houses, with your fancy motors, you're all wearing your fancy fucking watches. But do you know what? It means absolutely fuck all. See, in 50 years from now, you'll be sitting there with your new mortgage telling all your stories to your grandchildren. What stories are you going to tell? Are you going to tell them about the time you bought a fucking Ferrari 599 Fiorano? Are you going to tell them about the time you bought a Mercedes-Benz G-Wagon Brabus 6.2 V8 457 brake horsepower? Because they won't be fucking interested. Or are you going to tell them the fucking story of 2020 when you started the season when they bastards were on the verge of dabbing 10 in a row and you fucking stopped it and put your name in the history books. What story do you want to fucking tell? What story do you want to tell your grandkids? The one about the stupid fucking motor, the one about the jet watch, about the time you made this to be a listen. It's up to you. I can't do it. I can only give you the opportunity to go there. It's done to you. Oh, you've got a lot to make up 
further than that, by the way. The hairs in the back of the neck were gone there. Yeah, they? well, that's the thing you see. I mean, I, 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 there's nothing much I can add to that. I, thought, oh, I would say, if I was Gerard, I would, I would say that exactly that. I would say at the end of it, do not fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. I, I, lie. I wouldn't say that. I'd say, do not fuck this up. You cunts. <laughs> Go and be heroes is what they love. Be. No, go and, go and yeah, be legends. Yeah, exactly. Be legends. Look at look at the names in that Hall of Fame board. Look at the faces plastered across the stadium. Have you get one in your house and all I've got one there. I'm looking at it <laughs> <laughs> internally and externally. Look at those faces. Look at those names. Do you want your name to be there? Do you want your face to be there? If so, go and give a hundred and ten percent. Fucking do it. You see this face right here sitting above us, listen to every word we say. Mr. Bill Struth sitting there. That's when the others thing. come after us, we welcome the chiefs. Exactly. <laughs> Mr. Bill Struth. In the rock. Here the fucking rock is here. <laughs> Bill Struth in the rock. Just yeah, jabroni. <laughs> yeah, fucking jabroni. <laughs> Scott Brown, you jabroni. <laughs> no, I must admit, it's just... Go and be legends, lads. Go and do it, and that's it. You know, just go, go, and, go and be the team that, that stops that. You know, we all know nothing ventured, a... nothing gained, no guts, no glory. Fucking, we all know it's kiddy on, Paul. We all know it's a kiddy on nine in a row. Anyway, it's not a real one. It's a fake. It's, it's a dirty version, isn't it? Well, yes, even that. I mean, they didn't win anything. They did not. They didn't win it in the park this season, and you cannot claim it. <laughs> we, were, we were in the league for four years, so you cannot. They cannot no. say that. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. They can. They can argue to the blue in the face. Yeah, they represented the trophy at the end of the season, but the biggest rivals were there. We were down out the leagues and this season simply does not, or last season simply does not count because it was you know what, let's take the argument right out of their hands though take the argument right out of their hands if, see if we win the, see, see when we win the season this right. year then it doesn't matter fuck see all that oh but we won the here for four and then they won a tainted title and then it was half the season then they rewarded it see when we win the league this year it, it doesn't matter fuck anyway it so, nullifies everything Yes. So it's, it's, it's irrelevant. So we can sit here and say, ah, but we won the year for four bill. See if we win the season this year, which we will, then none of that matters anyway. So it doesn't. No. Correct. Yeah, just take, take it totally out of hands. I agree. I agree with that, lads. I definitely agree with that. It's been a pleasure talking to you. As I said, you, you got me through 2012, lads. You two and another few people on the We Welcome and Taste podcast. So it's been brilliant to talk to you together tonight I'm sure it'll not be the last time that we're, that we're on um, Calm will want to come back in he's got big fucking shoes to fill that's what I can say um, <laughs> and he will have a background <laughs> maybe <laughs> um, so thanks very Callum much Calm better have his background but Calm <laughs> a background <laughs> Baz you've been away for three weeks I know it's Paul's first first show but you've been away for three weeks so you're going to close the show but we always close the show away. so floor's yours mate Ladies and gentlemen, thanks very much for joining us, but remember, keep the battle fever on.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.